Hey, Sprinters. Welcome to The Sprints with Carl and Jamie, where we will give you a sprint of life and fun. Food, fashion, travel, whatever comes to our minds. Let's get into it. Welcome back, Spritzers. We are back. Carl and Jamie. With part two of All About Carl. (laughs) What's our amuse-bouche today, Carl? So our amuse-bouche is red velvet cake since it was my birthday on May 14th. Thank you. I love you. Is this cream cheese icing? It's cream cheese icing, and it is good. Uh, <laughs> red velvet is my favorite too, Carl. Oh my Did god! You... Have you ever had blue velvet cake? No. What is that? It's red velvet, but it's blue. What makes it blue? Just the food dye? I think it's the food dye, but it's so good. Are you going to have someone make me one of those for my birthday? I am. Shout out to Kofi Brown, my brother. He's amazing. It's his red velvet cake that I'm actually having right now. Hi, Kofi. Kofi. You met Kofi. Yes. I love Kofi. Yes. And I want Kofi to make me a birthday cake. He's going to make us a birthday cake and he's going to come here on the Spritz Pod with Carl and Jamie. And he's going to make like a whole cake sampler and spread. And his bread pudding is out of control. Well, we have to wait until the bikini season is over for that. Okay, we'll do that. (laughs) We'll see you soon, Kofi. Love you. Love you, Kofi. Carl, our loyal listener, Sybil, has a question for you. Hi, Sybil. Shout out to Sybil. She says, my daughter is graduating with her MBA. Mm -hmm. Yay, congratulations. And starts her job search. What advice can you give for interview dressing and dressing for the corporate world these days? I will say number one is do your research about the company that you will be interviewing with. As you know, things have gotten more on the casual side because of post-COVID. So you don't want to go with the mindset of where we've been, but where you're going. So I would definitely say do your research. Simplicity is key. Having basics like a great white blouse, a great pencil skirt, a great pant, and really fine-tune that look. But I always say simplicity is key. You don't want a really loud print where your clothes speak for you as opposed to your skills, right? Yes, yes. I would say that is so for the corporate world, but like... If you're someone like Storm Asher and you're in the art world, you can do bold and colorful and fun. It's all depending on the arena that you're going into. And that's why I say number one is definitely going to be do your research about the company and the people who will be interviewing you. LinkedIn is great. You can kind of see where people come from, their backgrounds, their colleges that they went to, the companies that they worked for. So that's my best advice that I can give. And if you see they went to the Met Gala, then you can wear something a little crazier. You can wear something, not like Lil Nas X. (laughs) (laughs) Or Rihanna with her hood. Or Rihanna with her hood. (laughs) Or Doja Cat, do not dress like a cat. Do not dress like a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Carl, 
I know that you said the Met Gala was the pinnacle of your career, but you are also dressing fabulous people for the GLAAD Awards this past weekend, weren't you? Yes, it was so amazing. Such an amazing experience and for a great cause, the GLAAD Awards. We actually dress Sarah Ellis, who's the president of GLAAD. Yes, Tiffany Warren, who is the vice president of inclusivity for Sony Music. Harvey Jillian is one of the stars of What We Do in the Shadows, as well as Puss in Boots. That's right. He was Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated. That's right. And you helped with that look as well, didn't you, Carl? I sure did. I love you, Harvey. We dressed also Carucci, who's a fabulous young woman from Los Angeles. Wow. People can find those pictures on Instagram, on your personal Instagram, and we'll post some on the Spritz pod as well. Yes. What is your favorite television show? You want to know what? That's such a good question. It's actually The View. I love The View. I think it's so... uh, it's a great show. I like to hear how people think. And I like to hear how people disagree. But then work through having an understanding of where each other comes from. You know, I watch unscripted TV or what they claim to be unscripted TV. I'm one of the few people that probably still watches Survivor. But I just cannot get into a sitcom or a series because I feel like I know what's going to happen. It's too predictable. It's too predictable. Janelle had another question for you, and that's what's playing as the soundtrack to your life currently, song and artist. Song and artist. Oh, man. What are you hearing in the background, Carl? Um, Too sexy. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> right said Fred? That's a hard one. I'm a gospel head. I'm a gospel mm. head. I love the Clark sisters. Mm. I love jazz. Round midnight. But when you're walking down the street, rocking your necklace, what rocking are you my hearing? necklace. What am I hearing? I love this guy, PJ Morton. He's out of Louisiana. He's more of a soul. I'm not. All right. I'm a fashion person. So we don't necessarily like things that are popular oh, and that are mainstream. Right. We really focus on being different and eccentric. So things that I like may not be as popular. But yeah, I love soul music. I love Earth, Wind & Fire, Aretha Franklin. The Queen. The Queen, you know? I'm an African-American. You grow up in a house, you're listening to all of the gospel, all of the soul, all of the R&B. So that's who I am. That's awesome. Another listener wants to know, do you think Crocs are fashionable? Drop the mic. I think Crocs have a place. What is that place? The kitchen. I'm scared to ask. (laughs) The kitchen. The hospital. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I know they're comfy. I know they're comfy. But, you know, listen. Now, the thing is, style is different than fashion. Style is a part of fashion. Style. Well, explain that to the spritzers. Yeah, so style, especially when it's personal style, it is your interpretation of fashion and who you are. And that can change from day to day. Some days I'm wearing all black because I feel dark. No, like just not (laughs) not putting anything on. Or sometimes I'm super colorful. It changes with your personality. That's why a lot of times I don't 
prepare my clothing the day before. It's because I don't know how I'm going to feel the day of. So you didn't lay your clothes out in the morning when you were a kid? No, I didn't like doing that. I felt there was no need for that. I don't want to be a robot. I don't want someone telling me what to wear and how to wear it. Sorry, mom. Love you dearly. But <laughs> I gave her a lot of kickback for that. <laughs> I really did. But style is your personal perception. It's who you are. Sometimes you don't have to speak, but your clothing will speak for you. So that's why it's very important to plan, to really be thoughtful with what you put on if you care about it. Carl, you're saying, in other words, if you're fine with Crocs being your message, then wear some Crocs. If you're fine with Crocs being your message, then wear some Crocs because there are some cute, fashionable Crocs out there. I've seen them, but I think it's more trendy. I think it's a trendy thing instead of, I don't want to say non-timeless, but I think it's trendy. Although it has come back. It came, left, and came back again. That's right. That's right. So Crocs are here to stay. Do you wear Crocs, Carl? I don't. I wear Gucci Crocs. (laughs) (laughs) They're not Crocs, but they're made by Gucci and they kind of have a Croc feel. More like a mule. I think mules are great. Oh, you have those fabulous green, are they Isabel Marant? No, those are Marnie. They're Marnie pony here. They're kind of like a chartreuse, a chartreuse color. You look like a Muppet when you wear them, but I love them. I do look like a Muppet. They're ugly cute. We'll put a picture on an Instagram and Facebook so you can see them. I love them when you wear them. We will. We will. They're they're so ugly cute, but I don't know. They're just they're just kind of artsy to me. A lot of people call me the Grinch in them, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. <laughs> well, but they're I, a conversation starter, too. That's one of the great things about fashion and style. I was just at a conference and I was very thoughtful about what I was wearing at the conference. And I had this woman come up to me on the last day and she said, I've shown up every day just to see what you would have on. Uh, I thought that was the greatest compliment. I love that. I love that. And you know what? Honestly, I know. A lot of people think I have great style. I don't even see that. I really, personally, I swear, I sometimes think that I'm boring. I When is that? Never. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. And maybe God is just keeping me humble so he can continue to use me. Oh. I'm so You're a blessing, Carl. Oh. You are a stylist. Can you explain a little bit about what a stylist does? Because, of course, we see all the celebrities with their stylist. Mm -hmm. For the average person who may not be a celebrity, can they use a stylist? Yeah. Number one, I think people need to evaluate themselves first. Really think about what looks good on them. Being honest and truthful with themselves, especially image-wise, right? There are always things that we don't like about ourselves. Sometimes we look in the mirror, we see things that we may not like. And a lot of times other people don't even see those things. Mm -hmm. So having a stylist, it does help. They help you create a sense of confidence, of understanding of clothing, fit, fabric, color, placement. How does one go about getting a stylist, Carl? Actually, department stores, I think, are really great. They really focus on training their employees 
on all of the designers that come in, what's in, what's hot right now in the season. So at any given moment, you can find actually great stylists that work in places like Neiman Marcus, Saks, Belks. Shout out to (laughs) North Carolina Belks. Belks. See, I know North Carolina. If you walk in and you see someone personally who you are attracted to in terms of style, aesthetic, just go up to that person and, and talk to them and ask them, hey, would you be interested in styling me? And that's kind of how it worked with me. What do you try to achieve when you shop with me? Uh, I love telling you to show more skin. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie loves ruffle. She loves turtlenecks. turtlenecks. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you got such a great neckline and chin and shoulders like you got to show more skin. And she's been doing really great with that. She's been doing <laughs> I'm trying. Re- she's so beautiful. And I, I just want her to, to show more of Jamie. And that's the whole purpose Aww, of this you're episode. So sweet. It's to show more of who we really are. It's great to have guests, but I think people love us and they want to hear us a little more. So that's what we're doing for you fans. I know I'm a little boring, but... Never. <laughs> So our wonderful producer, Aaliyah, has a question for you, Carl. Mm-hmm. We have heard about your origin story at The Gap. How did you get to the point where you are in fashion and being a stylist where you knew you could do this for a career? How did that all happen? It really happened with me taking chances unconsciously. I feel that this was divinely set up for me. I didn't necessarily think this through or think it out. I just took steps. Everything developed as it went along. I know I never took no for an answer as well. I didn't allow people to plan my life for me or say, oh, you know, and I still deal with this a lot of times. People say, oh, you should just do sales because you're great with people. Or Hmm. you're not an office person because you're so good with people. But I'm like, well, how do you know? I can do whatever I want to do. So I really try to focus on having a relationship with myself and knowing that whatever I put my hands to will turn to gold. You just have that faith. I have that faith. And that it's a Bible verse too. Whatever your hands touch will be blessed. Yeah, there was no plan. There was no plan. God has a plan, but I didn't have a plan. And it just it just developed into something that was so special. And I've had highs And I've had low lows. Yes. You know, like last year, I went through a depression and I wouldn't even come out of the house for days. I remember that. You remember at a time because I was struggling with how people wanted me to be versus where I wanted to be. And because I love people, I've become a people pleaser, but I wasn't pleasing myself. And I'm happy to be where I am now today. Jamie helped me along the way. (laughs) Well, you have helped me along the way. And really, I made him get out of bed. Not me. She did. Actually, really what got him out of bed was Jackson was in New York and Jackson had to see Mr. Carl. Yeah. (laughs) He was going to be so disappointed. (laughs) And because I I love her and I love her family, I think at that point I must have been in the house for four days straight. And knowing that a loved one was coming into town and she really wanted to see me. She made me feel so special. Something just told me to get up out of bed and go see people who love you. And that's what I did. 
it's been a real journey for me, but I'm happy where I am. And I wouldn't take it back. I think all of those we things. We learn from everything. We learn from everything. The suffering, tribulations, trials, they are dark places to be in. But when you make it out, there is something called wisdom that you cannot buy, that you can't pay for. Mm-hmm. Wisdom doesn't look good before it's manifested. Wisdom is after the fact. I think my journey has been one that I'm still on because I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still, there's still so much more that I have to do and that I will do and, and that I will touch and that will turn into gold. So I'm really thankful. Well, I learned so much from you as well, Carl, because I am so type A and so driven and so plan oriented (laughs) that I don't let things just happen. And you let things happen to you and you're very open to what gifts may be out there that you're not aware of, Yeah, but that God is that puts in your place and you put yourself in a position to hear those possibilities. And I really have learned so much from you and grown Uh so much as a person through our friendship that you don't have to be in control and everything is going to be okay. Just be positive. Mm -hmm. Just be loving. Be honest and be respectful. And those are all things that I think embody you, Carl. And I think people need to focus on faith. And it doesn't have to be churchy. Just faith, believe in things that you don't see yet. Like me, being an Mm -hmm. African-American, I'm sure my ancestors, they believed in freedom, but not attaining it yet. We believe that we would get out of a recession, yet still being in one. You believe you're going to be successful while you're in school, yet you're not in your career yet. I think we need to really tap into faith, tap into being positive, knowing that there will be obstacles and trials. If you know that there's an obstacle and trials in front of you, it'll be easier to get through them. So yeah, I think we need to tap into faith a little bit more. Carl, do you have a runway takeaway for part two of All About Carl? Runway takeaway. Don't drink red wine with white pants. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. As I am wearing white pants today. Don't drink red wine with white pants. Vodka only. Martinis only. Not espresso. Not espresso martinis, though. Not espresso. (laughs) You heard it from my bestie, Carl. Love you, Carl. I love you so much more, my Jamie. We're out of here. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Spritz with Carl and Jamie, a production of Hanger Studios. You can follow us on Instagram at the Spritz Pod, on Facebook at the Spritz, and you can find this amazing Spritzy Ritzy podcast on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you may find your podcast. Please subscribe and rate and review us. Thank you, guys.